The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, Jesus came to Jericho and intended to pass through the town. Now, a man there named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector and also a wealthy man, was seeking to see who Jesus was. But he could not see him because of the crowd, for he was short in stature. So, he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore tree in order to see Jesus who was about to pass on the way. When he reached the place, Jesus looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly, for today I must stay in your house. And he came down quickly and received him with joy. When they all saw this, they began to grumble, saying, He has gone to stay in the house of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Behold, half my possessions, Lord, I shall give to the poor. And if I have extorted Anything from anyone, I shall repay it four times over. Jesus said to him, Today, salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a descendant of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save what was lost. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So why climb up a sycamore tree? Well, Zacchaeus is hoping that Jesus will get the connection. Everybody hates the chief tax collector. And everyone hates sycamore trees. Because the the bark peels off. It leaves a big mess all over your lawn. It has these ugly brown blotches. It looks like it's sick. It looks like it's diseased. But it's really not. It's healthy. And Zacchaeus, to everybody, looks sick. He looks like he has evil intent. But with Christ, but with Christ, he has a generous heart. With Christ, he has potential to do great things. Jesus once compared the kingdom of God to a mustard tree. What is a mustard tree? Well, you might all know it's a, it's a giant overgrown weed. When was the last time you ever planted a mustard tree in your garden? So the question is, is why is God, why is Jesus comparing the kingdom of heaven to a mustard tree, a big weed? Because in the kingdom of heaven, even weeds have potential for greatness. And the mustard tree does have potential for greatness. Now, picture the small sparrow being chased by an eagle. Just before it becomes lunch, it sees the mustard tree and it goes into its thick branches. And the eagle says, I am going to, I'm not going to run into there. I'm going to get impaled. All my wings will be all messed up in that mess. What about rabbits? Rabbits don't have any, any form of protection. They don't climb trees. They don't have wings. They don't fly. They have mustard trees. You see, in the kingdom of heaven, even a weed has potential for greatness. Another example of a tree is is, uh, Ezekiel was in a concentration camp with fellow prisoners. And they were discouraged, so Ezekiel told them this parable. 
And he said, God took a branch from a tree and planted it. And this lucky branch happened to be in God's hands. And with God's hands, it can be great. And it did. It became the largest of trees and produced abundant, abundant fruit. And the, the way to understand the parable is the place where exactly did God plant this branch so that it could become a great, a great uh, tree with uh, lots of fruit. Well, this year we, uh, we had lots of garden-grown tomatoes, lots of juicy homemade tomatoes. Not like last year, because last year we planted the, the tomato plants in the, in the courtyard when it gets no sun. But this year, Brother Chris, our seminarian, planted them on top of the roof where it had full sun. We had lots of tomatoes. And that's exactly what God did. God took this branch. He didn't plant it on a, on a bike path. He didn't plant it in the middle of a forest where all the other trees are going to take all its sun. Put it right, right on top of a mountain where it has first rain, full sun. And God realized its full potential. You know, I was thinking about Jesus' resurrection, and I was thinking that if I was Jesus and I rose from the dead, the first thing, the first order of business I would have done if I rose, if I rose from the dead is replace Peter. Peter is just, he puts his foot in his mouth. He uh, denies him three times. He even admits, depart from me, for I am a sinful man. You know, it's true. I mean, anytime we make a mistake, anytime there's an error, what's the, we, we get replaced, right? It's, uh, that, that's, because there's always somebody better than us. There's always somebody that's younger with more energy. You get replaced as soon as you do something wrong. But see, not with Christ. Not with Christ. The first thing that Jesus said to Mary was, tell Peter. Tell Peter because he must be upset with himself. Tell Peter, he probably thinks I'm mad at him, but I'm not. Tell Peter. And Peter became the greatest of all the the apostles. He changed the world. He turned it upside down. And people were named after him. (laughs) Uh, You know, if, uh, if Zacchaeus were here today, he would say, you know, if you might feel like you're flawed. There might be reasons why people don't like you. But he says, then you, you, just, you invite Jesus to your home. You get Jesus in your home. And once God is with you in your heart and your home, you will be able to, even though you might be flawed, even though people may not like you, God will give you every way to realize your fullest potential.